Hello everyone, my name is Jordan Lewis. This is the Reevolve Media Revolution Podcast, where we interview underground hip-hop artists from across Canada and do our best to dig into the inner workings of how passionate people operate, especially when acknowledging their purpose. This episode features Mo Dirt. I find the idea of purpose very fascinating as I look at it from two dramatically different, both very extreme perspectives. One of those perspectives being that every single thing in existence serves a purpose. From a speck of dust to a failed exam, from a weak handshake to an intrusive thought, every single thing exists and occurs the way it does, exactly as it is supposed to. And when you are in line with that mentally, things feel good. Now the other perspective is that absolutely nothing has a purpose. Nothing is or ever was planned, and we are all on this miscellaneous rock orbiting a massive ball of fire by pure chance. Your birth was pure chance, the dreams that occur while you sleep are absolute random nonsense plucked from the moment, and you bet your ass the thing that kills you is going to be absolutely fortuitous. Yes, I do very much enjoy looking at purpose from both perspectives. Staring and pondering deeply at the potential reality of both theories as my relationship with life teeters in the balance. <laughs> Teeter. But then something happens that's way too specific to be a coincidence, and I go, huh? What's the purpose of that? Alright everybody, I'm here with Morgan. He goes by Mo Dirt. He's from Vancouver. How you doing, Mo Dirt? Hey, I'm doing good, man. How you doing? Yeah, I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. So you got a long history in hip hop, eh? Uh yeah, it goes back a few years now, I guess. <laughs> yeah, a few. That's an understatement. You well, you're a rapper, you're a producer, you're also a graphic artist. You, you what what don't you do, man? Uh is I it mean, graphic artist or what would you define it as? You're, you're yeah, no, uh, like, I don't really do the graphic stuff on the computer, I guess more of an illustrator. Um, an illustrator, okay. Yeah, I mean I was big into graffiti and stuff before I started rapping, and that's kind of where my roots were. Um, so I used to draw stuff up and then I'd have homies and stuff or just pay someone online to do the digital work for it. Oh, so you were doing it as kind of like a trade back, uh, when you first started doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Like when I first started, I was just kind of doing like, I did some album covers for some homies and stuff and just like sticker ideas. I, I originally, I wanted to have like a clothing brand and stuff before I ever got into the music or anything, but this is way back. That's a whole other story. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, man. Honestly, we should touch on it because what I'm seeing <laughs> is in 2012, you started releasing music that you produced. Yeah, uh, that was on that was on YouTube. I got a couple clips there. But is that roughly when you were kind of inspired to start your clothing business as well? Um, no, this was before ever the before the music stuff ever happened. I was like big into graffiti probably from the time I was like 13 up until, you know, I mean, always was like still still am into it. But I was actually, you know, going out there tagging and bombing shit and really like looked up to graffiti artists. And I wanted to have like a clothing brand eventually. And uh, but yeah, when I was like 18, 19, I started getting into music and my focus really just got more into music. And I kind of put For that sure. on the back burner. Okay, <laughs> but it's still on the back burner. So it still kind of might come up at any point in time. Yeah, I mean, just recently, actually, this last like week, I just started like posting that I'm doing artwork and stuff again. And I've had a bunch of like, it's crazy. I just got a bunch of work lined up. Um, people hitting me up from all over the place to do whatever. It's a canvas for them, a fucking logo. Someone wants me to do uh, an, uh, 
someone's animating a movie and they want me to do some character designs and shit for them. It's like a bunch of crazy shit. I can only touch so much on that right now, but crazy. Man, I think that's so cool. Yeah. And that just comes from posting some of your uh, older stuff as well as your newer, that Rick and Morty uh, commission yeah, that you did. Yeah. Right? I literally just made a post, just posting some of my artwork from 10 years ago. And the response was crazy. So between 10 years ago and now, have you been kind of keeping up with the habit kind of a little bit even? No, not really. Like the, I'd probably say like, you know, odd piece here and there. Um, just recently in this last year, I kind of started getting back into it because I, so I, I started a book. It's a black book that I started writing all of my finished songs in and every other page or so there's like a piece of artwork that I did in there. And my plan was to oh, fill the whole nice, book up man. and just keep it as a keepsake to like give to my kid one day. Does the artwork go with the uh, pages before and after it or is it kind of random? Uh, it's just random. It's all throughout it. Nice, man. That's, yeah, yeah, that's really cool. dope. I'll have to post it online sometime. For sure. But with your, uh, your uh, illustrator abilities, it's kind of like riding a bike, so to speak, right? Yeah, I mean, I definitely could use the practice and shit again because it's been so it's been so long. Like main thing I did, I was doing something the other day and like my hand just started cramping up like a motherfucker. <laughs> hey, the muscles need work. Yeah, man. For real. Haven't that's, used that voice for a while. <laughs> yeah. So it sounds like you're going to get busy in the illustrator world for a while. Do you think your music will take a bit of a back burner? Or? Uh, no, definitely not. Definitely not. That's just going to be something that's keeping me on the side, you know, help make some money on the side and just get my art out there. Um, but yeah, the music is still the number one goal. I've invested a lot into it over COVID. I mean, really I should have got into this art stuff right in the beginning of COVID while I had all this extra time and stuff. But I mean, still right now, um, like my main, my main source of income before COVID happened was throwing shows and stuff as well. Um, but because of COVID that kind of made me have to cancel all my stuff. So that one hurt, but, uh, yeah. So I, I'm just, you know, I just literally hustle the music, anything I can do to, to push the art and like bring our community and shit together at the same time. I'm all for it. I think it's dope that you're saying that that was your main source of income that time, but, uh, we'll, we'll touch on that a bit later. Let's kick it back a little bit more. We'll go back to 2012 where, or, or 2013, actually you put out uh, 90 bars of slack episode number one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a YouTube video. This is, this is seven years ago. That's, that's wild, man. And you've kept pretty consistent with your, not only your quality, but your releases. You're, you're putting out a lot of material and a lot of variety as well. I mean, like I have probably 200 videos that are all private on YouTube just because no way. I would like, you know, like all my first shit from 2012. I don't think I have anything from 2012 and I have stuff that has like some decent numbers on it and shit. Oh like, yeah, for sure, man. It's just like, it's just not the quality and the standard that I'd like my music to be right now. And I'm just trying to get that, that really professional look on my shit. Even the stuff that I have right now, it's like, people love it like the og fans and stuff so that's why i keep it up there but personally like i want to just i want to just scrap all that shit and just come in fresh and just really like next level shit that's fair so you left some 2013 uh stuff there just for the og fans because then there's a huge gap between then and 2019 where you have any kind of visible content yeah or easily accessible so, so yeah, if you want me to break it down, like the reason I really got into rap was, so I had a bad opiate addiction when I was young. I got into oxys when I was like 14, <coughs> excuse me. Um, and yeah, it, shit wasn't pretty and it lasted. Is that just a party lifestyle or is that? Uh, you just, I, you know, I didn't know what I was taking when I took it and I just started taking it more and more. And then, you know, that shit's literally synthetic heroin, right? So you stop taking that and you're fucking dope sick. You're withdrawing and you feel like fucking death. 
So, you know, I like after four years of being hooked on that shit, I got clean and I was just sitting at home and had nothing to do. And that's really when the, when I got into the music and shit. That's wild, man. Is that when you like started like releasing or just started uh, taking that seriously? Um, yeah, just when I started taking it seriously, I started putting some stuff out. I still have it on the YouTube. It's private. It's fucking garbage, but (laughs) it's there. But yeah, every month I knew like I was getting better every month. And, you know, after like six months in a year, I'm like, damn, I picked this shit up pretty fast. Like I was never a really confident person about my music. I was always like had major anxiety, fucking choke up and shit when I'm talking to people or fucking trying to rap to people and shit back then. But I knew my shit was better than fucking the majority of a lot of these other local, not to hate other local artists. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But I was just like, okay, you know. I feel like I'm better than these people, but I, I wasn't like cocky about it. But uh, so I, I forget what the question was. <laughs> <laughs> that's I'm just, okay. I think I'm, just talking I'm forgetting to the original question too. No, no, that's that's all good. Um, w- would you say that uh, some music kind of got you out of the mind frame and the habits that you were before? Is that kind of <laughs> like what it is, or was it just kind of like coincided that you got out of it and then music was? Uh, yeah, I got out of it. I mean, I, I was always like, I was always into hip hop. Like I was always that guy where like all my homies would hit me up for that new music and shit. I was like the guy on LimeWire fucking, I was on LimeWire downloading these crazy yeah. underground albums of artists that nobody ever fucking heard of before. Fucking the LimeWire days, it. bro. Yeah, bro. And then, like, you know, like over the years, even when I was a teenager, I wrote like some, it was like comedy raps, you know what I mean? Just shit like that. Nothing I, yeah, I never thought I was going to be a rapper or nothing like that. Like, I was just huge into the graffiti and the art scene and shit. And that's where I thought I was going. And then, yeah, I started making some songs about being clean and shit and just getting over that. And then and then I started making some songs about, like, some, you know, just some more fucked up shit. I'm like, got the, I made Mo Dirt. And I'm like, yo, I'm just going to fucking be me and just be the, just spit that raw shit. And I'm like, and people started liking it. And it was just like, I just fucking practiced and got better and better each month. And I put out all my shit as I was doing it. So people seen my progress as I went, even though a lot of it was whack, it got me to where I was. Where I was like, okay, I can start deleting this shit. And I'm actually starting to get other people's attention and so forth. But, um, <clears throat> you were asking about the gap between 2013 and 2019. And that's because, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I ended up falling back into drugs again. It went from oxys to heroin to fentanyl. It was just a really fucking rough go. Um, but, uh, in that time I also ended up having a daughter and I just needed those few years to pretty much get my life in order and get shit, get shit back to where it needed to be. And just had to scramble it up to center yourself again. eh? Yeah. So I really just came back with it in 2019. Um, I threw a, uh, threw a show in my hometown and the fuck it, it was crazy. It was like just a small little bar that could hold 80 people, but we had 120 people show up and just packed the place. And it was just fucking, it was awesome. So just from that, I'm That's like, your okay, first show that you threw from, from, yeah, I hadn't done a show in over five years at that point. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's wild, man. How'd you get, uh, how'd you get all the publicity on, on that? Uh, just literally made a fucking flyer and threw it up on Facebook, printed off some, uh, I went, (laughs) I, um, went to London drugs through the flyer on, um, some, just uh, like, uh, public boards. What? Uh, no, the, the, I printed them off on picture paper. So they're like glossy and shit, cut them off, made these dope little things. Yeah. Cost me seven bucks for a hundred tickets. I can flip all yeah. those and yeah, people showed up and it was dope. Just all word of mouth and those little flyers and shit. And just cause it was my hometown. That's sick, man. And so the success of that is probably what kicked off your, your idea to make some more income off of hosting shows. Yeah, exactly. I headlined that one, did another one. And then I'm like, okay, I want to 
bring things up a bit. I ended up bringing junk out for one show, did a few other shows and yeah, it, it was cool for a while. But. That's crazy, man. So what, what, how did you get the connections into even like setting up a show? Like how do you figure out how to do that coming out of nowhere from, for 2019? Um, so there was a place that I used to do shows at, um, in Abbotsford that I had the place popping back in 2013 when I was doing shows out here. And oh, just uh, when you were performing. Yeah. Yeah. So I went down to this place. It's just a small little place in Abbotsford. Um, talked to this new owner that was there and pretty much told him like, yo, I've done shows here before. I can bring in this many people, yada, yada, yada. And he's like, okay. So through the show and he, oh, was, easy. he was happy with the, with the outcome. So good to go um yeah you just make little connections like that with venues all over right and go from there and so did you do this under uh, a name separate than your own or yeah yeah smart mouth entertainment that's my um i guess you would say media company i mean it's like kind of a mother company because i have songs there under smart mouth entertainment i also have the smart mouth cypher series um which is something else we can get into yeah for sure um let's segue right into it why not yeah so smart mouth ciphers this was just a little side project that i started um they're not video ciphers they're just audio yeah um, yeah it started you on got the five West. volumes out yeah there's five of them out right now um i just started a little i started it with some artists on the west coast um it gained some traction i got some other artists got some other artists and it just like from so so on and so forth i just started getting some of the dopest artists like from all over canada um right now you guys don't know some of the other lineups that are coming out but fuck they're they're crazy like i'm really pumped about this project but yeah the, so the goal is to get uh 10 ciphers out by december and it's going to be on a compilation tape and it'll feature no all, way it'll feature all the artists that were a part of the project on the front cover so it'll be a dope looking cover with everyone that was on it on the front and uh yeah it's really just showcasing some of the dopest underground spitters from all over canada man that's awesome are you operating this as kind of like a collective or or how are you moving forward with this do you have all the people that you've selected planned out or is it just kind of all different people that you're gonna pick up until the final release in december um yeah these are all just people that i personally have found or personally fuck with um the first few like i said they were all west coast artists because i'm from the west so there are people that I had relationships and shit with um and then i started you say branching it in the out. first verse they're all bc artists yeah yeah totally have you done your research man you you, you know more shit than i do <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's it's a it's a bunch of tracks before because yeah even though you had that gap man you've been busy i can see that for sure yeah 2019 is when i really got into it and like before that it was all just youtube that was the only thing i did was youtube i didn't know anything you know i didn't really i didn't buy beats i made my own beats here and there but i just you know i'd rap over other people's beats and shit it was just just me learning and just rapping and just having fun with it 2019 is when i decided to learn the business side of it and really get my music out there or try to learn the business side of it i'm still trying to learn the marketing and shit but yeah and even as i go it's always a work in progress yeah like my stuff's just leveling up like even like so dirt's world is uh, an ep that i dropped um on june 12th a few months back and that was my first legit project that i dropped everything i dropped a few mixtapes before that but um that was the first project that i dropped and that was who does your production for those so that was a mix um my homie dj big smoke um we're real close we're in another uh group uh label i don't know you call it uh raw vibes music it's just it's it's what the title says it's raw vibes music yeah yeah, you guys will start seeing that shit come up a lot too um yeah so he did a few of the songs on there kato did a few tracks 
Um, and then I had one off track that I bought off some random producer, Royal Beats. Um, yeah. Other than that, yeah. So I had DJ Big Smoke. He mixed and mastered that. Um, yeah. But anyway, so that 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 album was a collective of songs that were a couple of them were new, a couple of them were old. Like that fucking the song that I had with Rusty Jokes. That shit was from 2013. Actually, it was from 2012. And uh, it never On came. Yeah, yeah. It never came out because I lost the track. Uh, no way. On an on my old laptop, I ended up fucking finding this, finding his verse, Rusty's verse, and uh, the beat and shit in an old email. I had NATO do the cuts and stuff on it. I hit up NATO to ask him if he had the cuts by chance. Still, he pulled out an old hard drive, found the cuts for it. I'm like fucking sick. So, That's hilarious. Yeah, I just redid my verse on it, and then I had my homie Mike Sherm hop on the last verse on that shit and put it out. And people don't know the difference, man. Like Rusty's, he's got that old school flow. You can't tell that that shit's fucking eight years old. You can't old. tell at all, man. No, it's badass. And then, yeah, a lot of the other songs on it too or like a year year plus old um I, I like it's a solid it's a solid uh solid project that i'm really happy with but i know like i know the production and everything could still be a bit better the engineering and stuff could still be a bit better um and that's what i'm really really trying to do with these next projects that i'm doing um right now i'm working on i mean i have some crazy singles in the work but i'm working on two projects right now dirt's world part two which is exclusively produced by starcore this time um and then i have why'd you link with exclusively with starcore why yeah um he's just someone i've been paying attention to for the last year um i really fuck with this sound um i've seen a lot of a lot of good shit come from him with other artists and yeah we were talking for a little bit and i decided to just to just go ahead and just say hey let's do this whole project together and i'm gonna do it for dirt's world um yeah which i've lined up some some good features for that as well i have aaron cohen featuring on that i have ren thomas featuring on that and i have another feature but i can't say that one yet that's dope man so when does that drop um the plan was to drop it December. But, you got a uh, lot of drops coming December. Yeah, it might get pushed back a bit because I'm gonna. I'll drop this exclusively right now for you. <laughs> I'm working. I'm, I'm working on. It was a surprise EP with a producer by the name of Dro or who is Dro? I'm not sure if you're. Yeah. Are you familiar with him? I, I sounds familiar, but I can't really say. Um, do you know Palmer Squares? No. Okay, well they're they're a group. He he's a he's their main producer. They're really dope. He's done stuff for like Wax, Jack Harlow. Um, I don't. Know, he, he's done stuff for a lot of people, but he he's a really dope, a really dope producer with a really dope sound. And um, yeah, we're working on a little five track EP, and it's just that's solid, man. It, it blows some of my shit out of the water, especially just for the writing and stuff. Like I'm I'm really happy with this the how this is turning out, and um, I'm working on a music video for it and for the first single from it i mean um and this music video is like once i drop it that's what i mean about my shit being on the next level and getting it to that higher quality that i want to see it at once i drop this it's going to put my other shit to shame and i'm going to want to get rid of it so for anyone out there go download that shit off there because i might be i might be private in that shit after a while it might go deep Um, into the archives um recently too i did take most of my audio stuff off of youtube i was going to start just keep it strictly visual um, I'm going to take all my audio stuff and just put it all on Bandcamp for free for everyone. So 
Oh, hey. But what about what about all the other stuff that is deep in the archives? Is that just kind of had its time and is never going to be re-released? Or is that um, kind of just... Certain times. I mean, recently I just made a bunch of videos public. Um, I'm not sure if you looked on there. You, you mentioned um, 90 bars of slack. Well, I did 90 bars of uh, schizophrenia. That was number two. 90 bars of a real story. That was number three. That one goes in on my addiction and shit a little bit when I was younger. Um, yeah. Talking about the oxys and stuff like that. This is before I even got back into it and had a way worse fucking run with it. But um, yeah, and then there's a number four, 90 bars of dopamine. But those should all be up there. There's a bunch of random old videos that I put up there for a little bit when I took the audio stuff down. But eventually I'm going to take that back off too. Yeah, man, the sheer amount of content, it's it's incredible. And and the, the fact on top of that is that you're a fast flow rapper too. Like your 90 bars is 90 straight bars type deal. You know what I mean? Yeah, like there's yeah. a lot, a lot of content and there's a lot of in between the lines as well. Yeah. But uh, we're going to take that quick break that I told you about, eh? Yeah, sounds good, man. All right, beauty. We're going to listen to Mo Dirt's track, No Refunds, featuring King Magnetic. Sorry, no refund. <laughs> Can't hold the track there. Okay, here's what's gonna happen. Yeah. They built with my biz, those by the ribs. Owe myself money, kidnap my kids. Uh. Fighting to live, but I'm willing to die. Rappers is food, we grill them and fry the dish. You could get robbed of this. I don't want no smoke, I want a lot of it. Welcome to the zoo. This is what llamas is. You cannot leave till it's empty as promises. What the fuck? It's a scholarship, Bali take nah, bitch. I'm from where piranhas live. Project's anonymous, prodigal prodigy. I'm where the body is. I'm chopping bricks with karate kid, huh? Mo dirt kick man, you know what it do. Kid, I wonder what the dudes. Yeah, we making money moves. Coming to a city near you. Straight up from the booth, hunting proof. This ass woman is not refundable, bitch. No refunds, you don't get a refund. No refunds, you don't get a refund. No refunds, you don't get a refund. Nah, nah, no refunds. If I'm going, I'm going up with a bang. If you don't want a pound, I don't get it my fucking way. If I'm going, I'm going up with a bang. If you don't want a pound, I don't get it my fucking way. Yo, bring out a gun and assemble it, son. That's the world that we live in and get with it. Chemists is selling our government medicine. Turning our kids into zombies, our sedatives, let's put an end to this Cause when a child dies, it's not a homicide, it's just an honest mistake And all they can say is sorry, but you signed the dotted line, no refunds Lacking the sign of help, timing is everything, snap like a timer belt, know where I'm going Trying to find myself, that brother lost in the source and the violence fell Pain in the spot where I aimed it at, too many obstacles, made me a maniac I was always dumb and then I started numbing, giving out a dozen like it wasn't nothing no refunds, you don't get a refund. No refunds, you don't get a refund. No refunds, you don't get a refund. Nah, nah, no refunds. If I'm going, I'm going up with a bang. If you don't want a pound, I don't get it my fucking way. All right, everyone, I'm back with Mo Dirt. How you doing, homie? Hey, hey, hey. What's good, hey, bro? Hey, yeah, chilling, man, chilling. So I think before, I don't actually remember exactly where we left off, but we were talking about Dirt's World. Is it safe to say that Dirt's World is like an amalgamation of who you are as an artist just because kind of that big gap that you had because you were still an artist before, you were still an artist throughout? Yeah, I mean, I've definitely grown as a person. I've grown as an artist. 
Um, I know like I, I'm definitely working on a lot of new music where it's really, it's not that, it's not that grimy mo dirt shit that you're used to. Um, like just lots of experimenting with my voice, whether it's, I'm yelling or trying to sing or, you know, I'm, I'm really stepping out of my comfort zone and trying to do some new shit. As far as dirt's world, this is supposed to be like that grimy mo dirt shit. Like it's that, you know, um, as far as like, you know, you're bringing up the fast flows and shit er earlier. Um, I really tried to step away from that on this album. Um, yeah. I think I had winter heat is probably the only one where I'm doing a bit of double time. I think, um, other than that, it's all pretty straightforward, but, um, yeah, th like you could definitely say it's an amalgamation. Uh, I can't even talk, bro. <laughs> amalgamation. <laughs> it's all good, man. It's all good. Um, yeah. So that, that's what mode or that's what dirt's world is, is just supposed to be that raw, grimy mode dirt shit. Um, the, the other album I was talking to you about, it doesn't have a name yet. The one I'm doing with Dro, that one's a little bit different. Um, that one, there When's is the a, drop date for that. It doesn't have a drop date. Like I said, that was exclusive that like, it, it's still in the works. It's not finished yeah. yet. Same with dirt's world, not finished yet. Um, so I, I've always shot myself in the foot when I give a release date for something that isn't finished. Like every Wait, time. Wait, not Dirt's World. Dirt's World is the one you already Sorry, released, Dirt's right? World Part 2. Dirt's World Part 2. Part, part 2, got you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's um, wild, man. That's, that's so, sick. So that's going to be a trilogy. There's going to be Dirt's World Part 1, Part 2, and Part 3. And you know how the album covers on that one with the, the fucking... I, it's hard to explain, but just like the... That, that was really inspired from Redman's Mudface album. Yeah, If yeah. you can picture that. But yeah, all, all three of the album covers that I'm going to do are all going to have that similar style to it, where I got the, the big head and this the, the cartoon-looking animated, whatever the hell you want to call it. Yeah. <laughs> Go look it up if you don't know what I'm talking about, because I got a bad way of describing it. That's dope. Who does your cover art? Um, he goes by uh, the name Define Design on IG. That's D-A-F-I-N-E Design, Define Design, and he's fucking crazy. Go hit him up if you want something. How'd you link with him? Um, I linked with him through my homie DJ Big Smoke. I guess they've been doing shit together for years now. Um, and yeah, I was looking at his stuff and I gave him the idea and he honestly went above and beyond. And like, I was just fucking ecstatic when I seen that. Honestly, yeah. like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that's probably one of the hardest fucking album covers of 2020. Even in the past fucking decade, man. Show me something that's dope <laughs> with that. <laughs> my man, my man. That's sick. I'm excited to see the ones that are coming out, especially when it keeps the same theme. Um, what's the, you said you don't have a title for the third project yet, but do you, do you have something in mind at all? Or is it, you, you have, um, have like a theme for the, or you, you have most of the tracks um, kind of. Yeah. So the tracks are pretty much about, done right? in the tracks. Like they're all some heavy tracks, like a couple, like, like I said, um, you guys will be seeing one drop with the music video for the first single for it, which is going to be fucking bananas. Um, yeah, I actually have another song on there, Bounce. Actually, that one will probably come out first. It's Bounce, and it's featuring Yellow Bunny. That track is done, um, ready to release. I just need to get some cover art for it, and I'll probably put that out soon. Um, yeah, it, these weren't. It wasn't a plan to really put this together as an album until just recently. I was talking to homie about it, and I was like, you know what? I have these five beats, and this could actually be a really dope tape if we just put this out like this. And he was with it, so I'm like, okay, dope. Let's do that then. Um, so that that's I'd say it's a mixture of it, it's definitely that mo dirt shit, but it's some really hard just like some banging trap beats where I'm doing my double time, just doing some crazy shit, and then I have some other Fuck yeah. 
then I have another one on there where it really, uh, it's some real shit, like spitting some shit about my life and addiction and shit like that. Um, going forward, 2021, my plan is to do, uh, I don't, I don't know if I'll do the full length LP, but I'm thinking that, and that's really going to be, uh, separating just the dirt's world and all these, and those, and the different experimenting stuff I'm talking about. And it's really going to mesh it all into one. And it's going to really, maybe not even as much with the, like the, with the grimy dirt's world shit. It's more going to be on a personal level level and it's going to be really about my life and the shit i've gone through it seems like that's what a lot of people are wanting from me and that's one thing that i haven't really given a lot of people and i know when i do drop stuff like that when it relates with people like the feedback is crazy and i get people hitting me up and saying how much they enjoy the tracks and shit and you know, people will say stuff when i drop other sucks but that or other tracks but they're not like you know messaging me saying how much the song touched them and shit like that so i just really want to i have a message that i want to spread and i have a life story and i think it will relate with a lot of people with the addiction and shit like that and with how rampant everything is these days with you know the fentanyl fucking crisis and just just everything going on it's you know there's a lot of a lot of struggling people out there that i feel like i that need a voice and i can voice that for sure man especially because a lot of these people do feel like they're uh like every situation is unique don't get me wrong but a lot of people do feel like there's isn't people out there who understand you know what i mean yeah for sure and especially with COVID and everything going on, like no one's talking about that shit. Like, you know, in this last week or two, things have really picked up for me. I've actually had a lot of really cool opportunities and just things happen over this last couple of weeks. But the last month before that, it was a tough fucking month, man. Like I yeah. know like six people that passed away and like, no you know, I had like two, two homies, close homies that, you know, they overdosed and they're not here anymore. And it's crazy Fuck, to even man. think about this is just, just over the last few months. Yeah, literally last month. Man. I'm sorry so to hear that, man. Yeah, yeah. It's been rough. And, you know, since just like in total, the number amount of people that I've lost from that shit, man, it's crazy. Like a good dozen people that were like, you know, a part of my life, including my including my own little brother, man. Like it's it's not something to be fucked with. Fuck. That's wild, man. Is is uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but it, is losing people part of the reason that, that you got off of it or got out of it? Um, you know, I, it, it is in a sense, but you know, it, it's not the thing that made me stop right there it, as hard as it is to say, it's like, you know what I mean? Like it, it's, it's a fucking struggle and it's something you really got to overcome. And it's, yeah, I, I'm glad that it's something that I have overcome and it's not something that I can ever imagine myself going back to, but that was a good 10 year struggle plus dealing with that. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for sure, man. That's that's wild. That's wild. Not a, not a lot of people can say that, and I'm very excited to hear the the music in which you actually speak more through those experiences. Yeah, because um, originally, like I said, that's the whole reason I started making the music, right? That was the yeah. main reason was because I was like, I got clean and I had something I wanted to talk about, but I wasn't the greatest rapper back then. And, you know, I put some songs out, but people started really fucking with the songs when I was just talking about other shit. So that's where it started going. And then I started getting into the party life and doing stuff again. And fucking things went downhill when I ended up dating a girl who was into shit and we both fucking got back into it. And yeah, that's how the story like goes. Just spiraled but, yeah. yeah, yeah. Fucking that's how the story goes. Well, let's talk about one of your more recent re- uh, recent releases there. You did a, a music video with Three Gringos, or sorry, titled Three Gringos with yeah, Skinny Buff yeah. and Jay Phrase. Uh, are these guys related to your Smart Mouth Entertainment uh, background um, there? So Jay Phrase is a good homie of mine. Um, we do lots of shit together, like 
pretty much all the last shows I've done in this last year, other than some random ones here and there. We've done rocked all of our shows together. We've got a lot of collab tracks together. He's just for sure, a good yeah. homie. I would consider him part of features. Yeah, I consider him part of Smart Mouse Gang. He's not like under the label or anything like that. He's just affiliated as well as with the Raw Vibes music. Like that's kind of a collective of me, Jay Phrase. DJ Big Smoke and um, another producer who goes by the name Lost Naga. Um, it's pretty much just us right now, and we're looking for other people to join it. It's not really, it's not like a group. It's just people who want to put out raw vibes, and <laughs> yeah, that that was created by DJ Big Smoke. That's his thing. But like I said, I'm a part of it. Smart Mouth Entertainment is my thing. Um, yeah. What what happened in the shift with? Because um, I imagine you were saying, or I'm imagining oh, the basis I, of Smart Mouth. Sorry, go on. I was gonna say I I, I forgot what the question was uh, Skinny Buff. However, is uh, <laughs> Skinny Buff is another homie. He's uh, he's the leader of the Bandits. I don't know if you've ever heard of the Bandits, but <laughs> the leader of the Bandits. No, I can't say. So the Bandits is a collective or a fellowship, rather, of just artists, um, mainly artists, but people with other things too. There's just it's a collective of people that he's really started. Just talented this. folk. Yeah, he just started this uh, started a movement pretty much out here, and it's been it's been doing well. Um, skinny buff is definitely that old school OG. So you could, you've seen that obviously if you've seen the music video. Um, but yeah, no, he's a, he's a great guy to work with. It was really fun doing that video. And, uh, the beat was produced by Sea Lance. That was my first time rocking on a Sea Lance beat. So that was dope too. Hey, yeah. And that wasn't your first track with skinny buff either with your, you got, you had damaged lungs with, which thought with Jay phrase as well on there. Yeah. Yeah. I got skinny buff on the hook for that one. That one was produced by lost Naga. That was a raw vibes release. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy, man. All these people you've worked with. So what, is there an under the label for Smart Mouth Entertainment? Is there? Sorry, say that again. You, uh, you said like uh, uh, Jay Phrase and it wasn't really like under the label or anything for Smart Mouth Entertainment. And I was wondering if there yeah. is a, such a thing as under the label for Smart Mouth Entertainment or, or what um, you guys actually so do or have been doing. My solo songs are under Smart Mouth Entertainment. Um, I do have like some of my collab songs with him are under Smart Mouth Entertainment. You know, yeah. it's not like we're signed or anything. This is just something that we put together, and it's it's just kind of the brand. <clears throat> yeah, so we throw that up there. Um, but yeah, it's not like I, I think with uh, the Smart Mouth Entertainment, I, it's more of the media promotion company. I see what you're saying. And I mean, the Smart Mouth Ciphers, Smart Mouth Gang. It's just. It's a it's a movement. It's a brand. Um, yeah, we'll we'll see how things go in the future. I guess. <clears throat> it's, For it's, sure. It's all, I'm still learning as I go. Things are still being built as I go. It's all a process. For sure, man. I, I actually wanted to ask next, how do you manage everything that seems to be in the process? Because it seems like you got, especially in the recent future, a lot of things going your way, as well as just kind of a lot of life that's going to be happening real fast. So I'm wondering what your process is to kind of deal with the, the day-to-day. Uh, man, my head feels like it's going to explode sometimes, honestly. No <laughs> shit, eh? Especially with doing the show stuff. Like, for a while there, my music definitely got put on hold when I was doing the shows. Like, it was just too much time and energy had to be put into that and especially on show days or like you know i'm running the things i'm making sure everything's going good i have to i'm performing you know i'm doing everything and it's like it's really exhausting and i wouldn't do it like after like once covid and shit hit i was like you know what this has been great for me to work on music and you know i haven't really been releasing as consistently as i'd like to be right now but the amount of stuff that i have in the works is 
major and once it does start coming out it's going to be really dope and i'm not trying to rush this stuff i like i said i want to take it to that next level and i'm trying to get that that really high quality music um, for sure yeah it, it, are there any public performances or anything going around in your area that you're attending um no nah, i threw an open cypher at the park <laughs> um this is something i did the last couple of years uh i called it hip-hop and hip-hop in the park and we brought a pa system out with a couple microphones and Dope. a barbecue and shit and just had burgers hey. and stuff by donation to kind of cover the cost of everything had a generator out there to play the speakers and stuff and yeah we just went to the park and it was insanely hot that day which fucking sucked because a bunch of people didn't come because of the heat it was like 38 degrees or something oh, but no shit we, we, that, you're talking about this year though yeah yeah it was still yeah. dope though it was yeah that's the only thing that i've done actually no i did do one show during covid um but other than that yeah that we threw that and that was really fun too i definitely want to do that again next year um see it getting it's just a fun thing to get the community out together and get some artists out to come freestyle and network with each other and shit producers bring out usb sticks with their beats and stuff and yeah it's cool yeah that's wild man well also i'm thinking just going back to how how busy your life is you, you said you can barely keep your head together what, what does it actually look like though like do you have like a, a like a day plan or like because what i'm what i'm thinking about in my head is like you're gonna be homeschooling you're gonna be you're moving soon you're yeah. gonna be working on all your all your illustrator shit you've also got these three simultaneous <clears throat> projects you're putting out i don't know if saying this out loud is overwhelming you right now because it's getting to me a little bit <laughs> <laughs> yeah man I, I wasn't putting that all together like that but thanks yeah um, no and i'm sure there's like <laughs> i'm sure there's like a fuck ton of other things in the background like you're a human being you gotta fucking eat sleep and breathe too yeah right? man <laughs> for sure yeah dude um so when i have my kid it's uh it's definitely a lot harder to do any of that other stuff you know the illustrating and stuff i can kind of take advantage of that you know we can do some daddy daughter drawing time and stuff like that so yeah that for one's sure, cool. for sure. it's a lot harder to work on the music and stuff when she's around um and yeah now that summer's over and i'm going to be homeschooling that's going to be another few hours out of the day that we got to dedicate to that and honestly i'm not as organized as i need to be but because <laughs> because not of yet. her like that's going to help me get in routine because i need to make sure she's following her routine so it's going to help me put my shit together and start doing what i need to be doing on time and stuff um for sure yeah i, I definitely could be could be uh using my days better and planning them better <laughs> it's kind of I like think... I, I just go i'm like people like with the shows and everything like that like so many people told me dude you're gonna fuck up you're gonna lose money you're gonna fucking not be able to do it i'm like fuck it i'm doing it i'm putting out the flyer i'm saying it's happening so it's happening yeah. otherwise i'm gonna look like a jackass so it's happening <laughs> and i just do it and it fucking works out so i don't know i just put my mind to it and i do it <laughs> when it needs to get done but i definitely put things off too more than i should be well it's worked so far man i think it's crazy that you have people slowing you down in a sense yeah man i've definitely met a few solid cats over the last year um but yeah a lot of people just are you know I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's up with them. I know I'm. I know I got my goals and what I'm trying to do, but other people got other shit on their mind. I don't really know. I'm just here to do me, and I'm cutting out the people that are slowing my shit down and holding me back. I'm trying to just surround myself with positive people who got the same, you know, same mentality and similar visions and goals and stuff. That's fair, I mean. man. Yeah, I do know what you mean. So, do you uh, do you find yourself connecting socially very often with, I guess, these people who you're saying that uh, you vibe with, or um, honestly, my, <clears throat> my, my circle is really small. 
Um, like I said, like yeah, DJ Big Smoke, Jay Fraze, those guys, fucking Lost Naga, those guys are really. I'm gonna say Merc too. You got a lot of him on your tracks. Yeah, Merc too. That's the homie. He he lives in the UK though. He lives in London. Oh no shit. Yeah, I had him come down here and like live with me for a few months back in 2013. We just met each That's other what online. That's I was thinking. It, yeah, yeah, it was fun. That, yeah, that, that, he's my brother, man. That, I love that dude. He's trying to come back out here. I'm trying to get out there, but COVID and shit. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, no, we gotta cook some shit up too, man. He's a fucking monster on the mic. That's fucking crazy, man. <laughs> he he he's literally what made me step my game up like we did a bunch of tracks back in like 2012 and shit and he bodied me on every fucking track and i just got sick of it and i'm like like without him fucking there there may be no more dirt because he really made me step my game up i didn't even do my first show until he came out here i was too bitch to do my own show no way <laughs> so yeah he came out and i performed my very first show with him he was your main <laughs> motivator beforehand yeah, man. I owe a lot of credit to him. That's crazy. I was watching, I forget which video it was. I think it was uh, the Dope Cypher. Yeah, that must have been it. Where yeah. I, I didn't expect him to come in with the thick UK accent, but yeah, I don't yeah. know. You, you guys complimented each other really well in the video, I thought. I know that's fucking ages ago, but... Yeah, like I said, I, you just got to see that one. That was private forever. Like, probably most of those videos that you got to see up there were all private before last week. Oh, hey. You you said you were focusing kind of on, on marketing or learning the marketing aspect of the business or the business side stuff recent, more recently. Uh can you tell us what that kind of looked like from your perspective or what that is looking like, what you want to focus more on or what you found the most success in? Honestly, I'm still at the very beginning, early stages of that. And no. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm looking for, I'm, I'm definitely still learning. I mean, there's not a whole lot that I can elaborate on that because I'm, I couldn't even tell you. <laughs> Um, that's fair man you know what do you think is the most important thing to do because what you're doing so far seems to be working which is like which i from my perspective just seems to be like kind of I just, feel like just putting stuff out there yeah it's worked i you. think to the to the max that it's gonna work like i need to start doing something i need to change something up because i don't oh you need to strategize yeah because you know i'm at a level where it's been consistent and you know i'm gaining new fans and shit slowly and organically which is dope but there's got to be a better way for me to get my music in front of more people's ears it's not hearing the amount of people that it should be you know i invest a lot of money into my music and i just know that i should be putting some more money into marketing and stuff like that i just yeah like i said i'm still learning what to do and i don't it's just me I don't have a manager. I don't have anyone helping me out. It's always been just me. And, you know, I always help out people when I can. Like, I've learned a lot of shit over, you know, the last eight years. Like, there's a lot of shit that I wish I knew back back when I first started rapping. But, yeah, no, the, the marketing and all that, I'm just learning as I go. And, uh, yeah, I need to get more in tune with it. But, like I said, and like you've heard, my life is just so busy. It's, like, hard for me to yeah, find time for stuff like that. For sure. Um, to be honest, I, I find that with stuff like that, like you said, it's easier to kind of put the money into it and then see the rewards or responses from that, right? Yeah, and I've definitely talked to a couple people that have given me some good insight and have pointed me in the right direction for information and stuff like that. Um, so I just need to go and go and take their advice and go and do that because I know that'll be beneficial for sure because I've seen the results. Um, but I haven't done that yet. So I, like I said, I can't really elaborate yeah. on it. It's, it's all stuff that's just kind of coming down the pipes. And yeah, like you said, man, you've got a lot, a lot, a lot uh, 
on the on the burners right now. I'm looking forward to it myself, but we're we're going into overtime right now. Is there anything you kind of want to sign off on or say to anybody that's listening? Um, honestly, I just appreciate you having me up here. This is my first interview. Um, yeah, for sure, man. Other than stay tuned for some really fucking awesome music and visuals before the end of 2020. Um, yeah, I, I don't got a whole lot to say. I think we, we touched base on a, on we a whole lot. Base on the, yeah, no, thank you so much again for, for taking the time. I know I pushed a couple of delays on you, but I really appreciate you taking the time and telling us uh, all, all the details about your music and, and uh, information behind your future releases as well, man. Yeah, of course, uh, man. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, for sure. But yeah, everyone, that's Mo Dirt. Thank you so much, homie. Hey, Mo Dirt. <laughs> <laughs> Peace out, bro. Peace, bro. Much love. All right, everyone, that was Mo Dirt. I hope you enjoyed the episode, enjoyed the interview. If you want to learn some more about him, go on down to www.reevolvemedia.com forward slash Mo Dirt. That's M-O-D-I-R-T. And we are going to sign off with his track, Bounce. Enjoy and take care. Joke like they all know yeah, Funny flowing, bringing smoke Ain't got no dough, I been dead broke But they say I must have money When they wanna see me fall Came out, been capping like it's funny With that drama and that rapper Glad I'm out, I ain't been back I smoke loud, I wear D-Days I sit 40s, drinking no weeds With my shorty, widow with it And I'm out, want it back I got clout, I got yet I got homies all down for me Down to blow you with that get, get, get Want it on the street, spit it on the track Find another beat, write another rap You cannot compete, you know where I'm at Find me on the scene, ready to attack I've been out again, these rappers ain't they not your friend I'm wasting all my energy on people never seen again I love it when the house shake like an era earthquake Yeah, I like the I love it when her cake shake like it's on my birthday Yeah, I like the I'm talking about the bass Put the bass Dick, bro, okay. if I fucked your bitch, I swear to God, I hit it accidental. <laughs> Okay, I'm just being dumb now Of course I get it, I did it after I touched down When me and Bunny hit the stage, you get shut down When I make it, I'm buying my whole team bust down Uno, dos, tres, I don't really care what a motherfucker says I've been doing my thing, I've been putting in work I've been fighting through the pain, so that y'all can know dirt Hey, Domino's, adios, no we don't want no more Hasta la vista, bitch, make with the cardio Do with the audio, set and just bounce If you want to smoke, I'll put you in the clouds Oh, this 
is a bop You lying if you say that this isn't hot This is that rock that you whip in the pot Certified dope, we the kids on the block So bounce, baby, bounce, baby I just smoked a whole ounce, baby That's a whole lot of loud, baby Oh my god, do I sound crazy? Maybe just a little I heard you got big guns Shells like armadillo Mine are even bigger They the size of Donatello Motherfucker, I'm cold Like the backside of your pillow This ain't a little riddle I heard you got big guns Shells like armadillo Mine are even bigger They the size of Donatello Motherfucker, I'm cold Like the backside of your pillow Now I love it when the house shake Like an era earthquake Yeah, I like the I love it when her cake shake Like it's on my birthday Yeah, I like the I'm talking about the bass Talking about the bass Talking about the bass Put the pussy in my face Put it